0: Welcome to episode one thousand nine hundred and forty-seven. Your best
1: year, starts right here. Jack, 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 jack one. Your best year, it starts right here. Perhaps the best is this one. You're a bit optimistic.
0: I know, but you see, I think we're going to wear this for the long run. So <laughs> if you listen to last week. We want to make a difference to not just a million, to 10 million people. So by the time we get to 1,157, hopefully we'll have reached that. I'll be two stone seven if I'm continuing my diet. Uh, you'll be able to go even longer and you'll be, like, uh, you'll be like an apprentice for Santa Claus. But who knows what's going on? I just wanted to share four more tips or five more tips, if I can, from go last sure. week. The best one that I've heard is what other people think of you is none of your business. 100%. Yeah. If you've read the four agreements, you know, be really careful that you know when people
1: when people share what they think about you, good or bad, don't take it personally. Yeah. Well, I think the other thing with that is to flip it on its head too. What you think of other people is none of their business. You don't have to share it with them.
0: Okay, you're going to like this one. Time heals almost everything. Give it time.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And give time, time. Your job won't take care of you when you are sick. Your friends will stay in touch. Last, the last one. Each night before you go to bed, complete the following statement: I am thankful for. Yes. Now, most people yeah, don't wake up with an intention, and they don't go to bed with a gratification. So,
1: do you know about the mirror exercise? I do indeed. But before you talk about that, I also know a lot about writing gratitude lists because I've been doing it for years. Um, And I I know we've spoken about it on on the podcast before as well, but it's something I do religiously, regardless of where I am, regardless of who I'm with every single night. And I think I've probably missed three or four nights in close to a decade of doing this. Every single night, I sit and I write down a minimum of three things that I'm grateful for for that day. And all I basically do is I review my day. I just sit down and I think about, okay, well, what have I done today? Okay, now what is there in what I've done today to be grateful for? And it varies from day to day. And I actually have a rule for myself, which is it can't be the same as the day before. So I can't just like do a routine, oh, I'm grateful for my kids, I'm grateful for my house. Like, that doesn't count. I have to actually think about something I've felt gratitude for in that day and write it down. And guess what happens? I feel it again. And that means I go back to what we were saying in a you know, couple of episodes ago about, you know if you get to the end of the day and you're dreaming too much and you can't sleep and it's a bit of a nightmare, what we were really saying, I think, was if you've got too much that your brain is still processing at the end of the day that you're panicking about or worrying about, you won't be able to rest. What do you think happens when you review your day and you find things to be grateful for? It puts you at peace, which means when you put your head on the pillow, you can go, I'm all right with myself and you can go to sleep instead of, Oh, yeah! I didn't do this. I didn't do that. I'm worried about this. There's still this thing I need to do tomorrow. You know, it it shifts your mood before you close your eyes. And to me, it's it's one of the most important things I've ever started doing. And I, any of my coaching clients, whatever, I'm like, you 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 want to do this? Yeah. You know know about the worry tree? I encourage them. Do you know about the worry tree? Go for it. Okay,
0: so when you come home, you put all your worries on a piece of paper and you literally tape it to a tree or to the wall outside Mm -hmm. your house. You come in your house, and when you wake up the following morning, you look at your list and see how many of them isn't such a big worry. Mm -hmm. But the idea is you leave that stuff. I nearly used the S word there. You leave that stuff out there because if you could do something about it in that moment, then you would. But Mm -hmm. if you can't, write it down and see if it has importance the following day. But i have another line that says whatever negativity i've got stays at the bottom of the stairs mm-hmm. Now, if you live in a flat that's going to be a complicated one <laughs> but, you know, but if you know when i go up my stairs and i don't take my phone upstairs anymore it's a new part of my regime mm-hmm. um, and my my apple watch hello i leave downstairs because I have a, my charger is only downstairs mm-hmm. so When I hit the first stair, and I've forgotten, by the way, and I have to come back down the stairs because I've still got my watch on my wrist, I then decide my worry is now over. It doesn't mean, and I want everyone to understand this, that I don't ever go to bed thinking about other things. And there are times, you know, I've had some health scares, and obviously when COVID happened, I had some money scares in a way. Obviously, I think about that. But the more I can leave the worries there, create my gratitude list, and do my mirror exercise which just for those people who've never heard, it means you look in front of a mirror, after you've brushed your teeth, you've done your wee, and before you go literally to bed, you look in the mirror, you say, hi, Nige, I just want to let you know what I'm grateful for, what a great day I've had, and you may want to list one or two things you've done, and then you have to say three hard words and maintain eye contact for 20 seconds. I love you. Thank you that's very kind um but to say that maintain eye contact is really dumb because what it normally looks like is i love you and then people leave because they can't maintain eye contact if this is a promise to everyone who is listening to this podcast if you did this exercise for 30 days something in your life will change the problem is most people it's a bit like dieting in my humble opinion most people can't do it for 30 days
1: have because you ever have you ever tried doing the seven day mental diet?
0: No, but let me just finish this last bit because it will come clear to that. Okay. The reason why most people give up is because they don't see instant. You know, if you go on a diet after four or five days, you notice you've lost a bit of weight. Mm-hmm. If for twenty of the thirty days your life hasn't changed, because Nigel Rizner has said, "Do the miracle signs; it will work." But some miracle always occurs by day thirty. Now, I don't know why it occurs. I don't know how it occurs. But you've got to give it a minimum of 30 days. But you're not going to see instant results, partly because you don't know what you're looking for. But, you know, meet God halfway. Yeah. Love yourself enough to be open to new ideas. Love yourself enough that you don't worry about other people's feedback. I mean, trust me, 2% of the world don't like me. Yeah. I've got to get over that. And they've got every right not to. But what we have to do is recognize that miracles can occur. So sorry, tell me about your seven-day mental well, health.
1: There's, um, I want to say pamphlet. It, it's certainly it's certainly not what you call a book. It's like a booklet or a pamphlet that was written, I think, in the 1930s or thereabout. It's by Dr. Emmett Fox. And it's called The Seven-Day Mental Diet. And it, it basically, to summarize it as, as succinctly as possible, it's don't hold on to any negative thoughts for seven days. So if you get a negative thought, you you know you can you can have it, but then you just immediately let it go and move on to something else. You if have you, to do the laws of replacement and replace it with something. That's the ideal thing they do, right? But if you hold on to it, you're back to day one the following day. So it's a bit like with the seventy five hard thing that I did. You know, if you break any of the rules of of that during the seventy five days, the next day is day one. I challenge anyone to get through seven days of the seven-day mental diet in seven days. Well, the only way you can... The first time you do it, you will not... I I almost guarantee you will not get through it in seven days. You'll take 10 days, 14 days, 21 days,
0: you know? If you could do the laws of replacement, I'd be really cool about it. I mean, whether it's good news or bad news, I mean, I remember doing this exercise in the States where it was a... um, a mingling exercise and someone came up to you and gave you a big compliment and what you had to say is and something else you should know about me is yeah now sometimes you said it to yourself but jack canfield he said what i want you to do is when someone gives you a compliment i want you to physically add another compliment out aloud and watch how your body feels so you're hearing your first compliment instead of dismissing it, and then you're saying and something else you should know about me is I'm phenomenal in bed or I'm brilliant at writing. It was very interesting to – I mean, I felt very different because normally everyone know, was say, yeah, you're a really lovely motivational speaker. Yeah, yeah, okay, I know that. Move on. you know. Tell me something else I don't know. Or yeah. from, from a non-judgment point of view, yeah, but what was the bit you didn't like? And we're yeah. very quick at saying, yeah, what was your favorite bit? Meaning that the other bits weren't that good. So we used to do an exercise. Get ready for this. What's the least attractive feature you
1: have? Okay. Now, instantly, what came up for you when I said that? For me, it's nearly always my stomach. Okay. I don't know. I I do know why. It's because there's times in my life where it's too damn big. Listen to to what I said. The least attractive. Yeah.
0: It's not what you don't like about yourself. It's just the least of the attractive features. Yeah, I hear you. But what we always do is we go, well, I don't like this bit. So my least attractive feature is my lips because I love my eyes and I love my nose, you know, whatever. This is the third one I love the most. So that's the least attractive. Mm -hmm. But it's really interesting. So we used to do this exercise where people sat knee to knee and they say, the one thing I really think is amazing about you is, and the least attractive thing is, and just before they were about to say it, I'd say, don't say anything. And the relief that they didn't have to say something because they thought it was a negative statement. I just said it's the least attractive. Yeah, but it's still attractive. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. not going to say what I don't think what I don't like about your nearly yeah, short he, he, he,
1: There's that's a big there's a big difference between least attra- attractive and most ugly, right? They're not yeah, the same thing. But but that's what you heard. But most of us hear them as the so same thing. What, just for the record, that's what you heard. Yeah, but that's that's right. Most of us hear them as the same thing. That's what you heard. Not most. Just you. Just what i just <laughs>
0: Because that's the power of our brain tricking us—that you know, now I'm just trying to find a fault in me. Yeah. I but, definitely would never do that. But
1: I mean, but I mean, in all seriousness as well, you know, my my stomach's pretty flat right now. It's actually looking pretty good right now. So That may be your least. But it's, but it's still, still. But it's, awesome. but, it's, but to me, it's still. I wish it looked different. Okay. Compared you know? to whom? Well, just compared to the image of myself I have in my own head, probably. Okay. You know. Can I tell you now,
0: if you put the picture of you pre-weight loss juice day, and you showed that image to that boy there, he would go, oh my God, that's the thing I would love. Now you've got it. This goes back to one of the episodes we spoke before. One of the problems when we go on diet is that the image that we think we've got when we're looking quite good is still not enough
1: but if you put that image to when you first started i mean you know your biggest picture that you've got of you well in all seriousness it's that phrase of you know i wish i was as i wish i was as fat now as i was the first time i thought i was fat <laughs> you know it's kind of like you know
0: if you if you're gaming two it, it, pictures of both of us underneath this of me at my very
1: biggest and uh-huh. you at your biggest we both go looking cool yeah yeah yeah. Well, i mean again and I mean this seriously, I was, talking to, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine that I haven't seen for a while, and I'd, I'd caught up for, for the first time in ages, and um, I showed they, they, they don't remember me when I was really big, and I showed them a picture, and they were like, you look at least 20 years older there. And I'm like, that was 12 years ago. So 12, in fact, 13 years ago now. So 13 years ago, I looked 20 years older than I right. do today. So think about this. You so know. the picture of you 13 years ago, if
0: you show them the body you've got today, yeah. what would that what would
1: 33 year old Neil say? He would say that's impossible, it's not gonna happen. Okay. Especially still, not when especially not when you're 45, 46. Right, but you but you just said
0: before, I'm still not happy, I'd still like to look like this. Yeah. Trust me, I saw that picture. We're not gonna put it up, but f- I didn't saw that. Bloody awesome. And time is up. I will look forward to seeing you next week where we'll have some more weight news, hopefully.
1: Probably. We'll have something going on, whatever it is, won't we? Who knows? We might be celebrating the fact that, you know, we're back to running live events and all that kind of stuff.
0: But I know you've got a couple of coaching spaces available, if I'm right. So if anyone is interested in getting their best year and meeting Neil live or doing some work, please see him He's an awesome coach. And I'm sure he will create for you your best year ever.
1: Cheers, I mate. Be- I wasn't expecting that cheeky little plug, but I'll happily That's take right. it.
0: I, I give praise where it's due, <laughs> and um, I will see you next week. Have lots of fun and be good, and look after yourself. Your best year
1: starts right here. Awesome. See you soon.